Good evening. Welcome to Coffee and Tea with Mason and with Sandy. How are you, darling? Hey Hi, how you doing? I'm I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing well. Well, we're getting ready for the Yule Ball that is tomorrow. Well, no, it's Saturday. I have a private party I'm doing tomorrow. You know, it's the North. Plus, we have the holiday rush. Gotta love those. Of course, you know, if we look at December, you can't, there is like not one day that's not a holiday in December. Exactly. December is just full of Christmas busyness and uh, right. buying, preparing, mm -hmm. decorating the whole night. From, uh, from Thanksgiving onwards, actually, it's quite crazy. Right. And, you know, I just wondered with you, you know, back in Australia, was it as crazy? No. Well, yes. Yes. Okay. However, in Australia, Christmas is warm weather. Right. So you wouldn't so do you, any, ba there'd be no baking. No baking for Christmas? No wonder yeah, you storm. Well, in Australia, you couldn't bake on a hot day. It was like forget it because it was just too mm -hmm. it's the height of summer you don't want right. to you know and um so you rely like for example christmas dinner would be barbecue on the beach right. um wasn't the same i mean we would okay. bake. there's no thanksgiving in australia so you right. don't thank anybody for anything over there <laughs> understandable <laughs> And um, yeah, so it's not 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 the same as American Christmas. Okay. What do you miss the most? Well, I don't miss anything about Christmas in Australia. Oh, I well, do. I'm just, yeah, I miss some yeah. of the food over there. Some of the food you can't get here. Right. But I've since found out that you can't get that food anymore anyway. It's been a oh, long no. time. It's been over 20 years. 30 years, years right? But yeah, exactly. So everything that was is not anymore. So it, what I miss is no longer available. Right. Anyway. So, so I, I don't know. Example. Personally, I would love having a barbecue on the beach for Christmas. Like, I think yes. maybe I need to go to Australia for one Christmas. For one Christmas. So you get out of your system. No, no, one will be enough, trust me. Uh, I don't know, you know. I, like, for example, when you travel there, by the way, and you're a smoker, uh -huh. so you need to know this, can I bring one packet of cigarettes with you? One. Uh-huh. And when you get there, there, and when you get there, a packet of cigarettes is $40 a packet. Yeah, you know, that's okay. You know, same as New York. It's expensive there, too. New York is about $17 a packet, not $40. Yeah, well, true. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> overall, a lot of money. Yeah. it is a lot of money. But, you know, I don't know. It's like when I went to Canada, cigarettes was expensive up there, too. But it was like, yeah, wahoo. But I'm in Canada. How much do you see what's in Canada? 
God. Um, granted, it was Canadian dollars. Yeah. I'm thinking it was like 16. I get about the same as New York. About the same as New yeah. York. Yeah. Right. But no, I could definitely see. My, uh, see, we are very different because I could see myself, especially if there was if I moved to a part of Australia that never got cold, like it was always warm. I could see myself getting very comfortable there. That would be um, Melbourne. Um, that would be going up north mm -hmm. to like Queensland, mm -hmm. and then further up north to like Darwin. Yeah. And maybe Western Australia. But down south, we have winter. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, now, see, I'm going to stay out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, if I would ever move from West Virginia, I would move to some place that does not have a winter. Like, yeah. I, I've had all four seasons. They're boring. Give me 80 degrees and sun 75% of the time. And, yeah, got me sold. Well, you'd like the north, northern Australia areas, yeah, southern Australia, southern yeah. areas in Australia. No, thank you. Yeah. You know, snow. No, thank you. Like I am, our, like we are not even through winter, and I am already done. Yeah, I mean, when I say people, change back to the baking situation. Probably people do bake, and I have baked in summer, but it's not a pleasant mm -hmm. experience because in. Well, in my time, we didn't have inbuilt air conditioning, and mm -hmm. the windows were not designed in a way where you could put a window can, air conditioner in. Okay. Yeah, they'll kind of push out windows. It was kind of very difficult to get cool in Australia. Right. When I was there, so I don't know if it's changed now, but in right. my time there, it was very uncomfortable. Right. Well, you know, your time there, air conditioning here wasn't a big thing either. Right. You know, here it's like, okay, North Carolina, they had to pass a law saying you can't rent a place unless it has AC. Right. You know. But no, no such law know. exists in Australia. Huh? No such law exists in Australia. No, but Australia has good, it has health benefits. You know, yeah, you it did can... have. When I was there, they were good, but apparently that's changed as well. A lot's changed. I don't know what's going on there. I have no clue. But right. when I left there, they had good health benefits. Right. Um, but I don't know what's going on with that now. Right. Um, but, but the health, it's, it's, when I was there last, the health situation was good. Okay. Um, the food was good. That's changed. The we used to have a lot of, yeah, we used to have a lot of Marpa stores over there, Marpa stores, mm -hmm. like for fish and chips and stuff like that. And they would make the best fish and chips and they would make the best burgers and stuff. Well, that's mm -hmm. all since gone now. It's all become commercialised and now you've got these right. franchise-type takeout places that produce right. fish and chips, but I'm, I guarantee you they would not be the same right. as what they were. You know, there's no way. So right. that's gone. Um, right. What 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 was once considered a really up, up market exclusive pizza place is now just some all in all, you know, some mm -hmm. cheap, disgusting pizza place that no one wants to go to. So things have changed. Right, and that happens. I mean, you know, yeah. we were having 
the other day we had some issues and I went to get a headlight for the car. I pulled into the into the parking lot of the parts shop that I've bought parts at since I could before I could drive. Walked up and the building's closed and dark. It's no longer there. And I'm like, really? Like, guess the owner just got to retire and forgot to, like, let anyone know. Yeah. Or maybe he couldn't. Maybe he didn't retire. Maybe he passed. True. I mean, you know, unfortunately, in this time and era, we don't really know, you know, it's not as well-defined as it used to be. Right. Yeah. So I don't know what happened. Sad. But things yeah. change. You know, things change. We get old enough to where we see it different. Yeah. And, and you know, that happens with networks too. Yes. You know, some of the opinions, like we are no longer independent contractors. No. We, we're we, now agency property. We're agency. Well, I always like I always felt like agency property from day one. I, I never know felt like I never felt like an independent contractor from day one because we have to we have to adhere to a certain contract that we we read and sign, and which makes us right answer to and be vulnerable to whatever they choose to do to us. Unfortunately, right. You know. So we are independent contractors, but I think most independent contractors have no. To do we're that. not. That's different from no. free freelancing. Is different. We're not freelancing. Yeah, freelancing is different. Yeah. Um, but no, we are not independent contractors. They are our. You know, most networks are now considered agencies. So we are agents of the agency. Correct. Well, we're not anything. We're our own independent little businesses. It's yes. our business to do as we please, as long as oh, we so stick to their rules and follow their guidelines. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's how it's always been. Right. I, from day one, well, yeah, that's how it's always been. Right. So I'm used to you it. Know. Yeah. You know, thanks, but you know, a lot of people get stuck in that. Oh, you know, they're making us employees. Mm, nope, they're not making you employees. Sorry, no. try again, again, try again later, Freddie. We've always, um, to me, it's always been the same dynamic. You know, it hasn't really changed. Mm-hmm. What What's changed? You know, like we 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 um always. I don't really think about it. All I care about is my my business is successful. That's all I care about. Right. How they, what no, they label us. a lot of work really, to do. Yeah, it doesn't really concern. I've got time to think about what they label. I've never really thought about it. You know, right. um, they, they can label me anything as long as it's, not, it's positive. <laughs> well, and yeah. All I care about is my business succeeding and I do well and I earn money and I do what's supposed to be done of me and I do my best to get to achieve that goal. And that's all there is to it. You know, I, you know until I... Um, Looked beyond, looked outside the box a bit, and, and, and spoke to some some people that could help me. I thought I was doing the right thing, but then I'm I'm open. See, I'm open to new ideas and 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 right. you know, new know, concepts, like, and I, I I embrace that because I want my business to work. I need to be open. And I need to listen. Yeah. I'm not a know it all. I don't 
even know and I don't know everything and other people have knowledge that I don't have so it's important for me to be open and allow other knowledge to flow in and teach me and help me you know and that's what I did so the other part of that and this is the part that no one thinks about or no one talks about is you got to change you got to change quickly and a lot of you know like example they presented video reading to advisors i love it i'm like let's go me too I'm Everyone else is like no we can't do that yeah i don't know why I, I i'm really confused by that because i'm i love progress mm-hmm. i embrace it like i said i'm open to information giving you as much information right. as possible which means right. i'm open to change and mm-hmm. I love, like, I embrace the chat option. Right. Um, I was one of the people that actually mentioned videos in the first place in the early days. I was saying we need video because with right. video, you can get a way better reading on people right. than right. through the phone or through chat. Right. You know, you can see body language, you can see how people are responding to you. Mm-hmm. All, you have, all, all you have to do to make yourself presentable is be clean and neat. That's it. You don't have to do a full makeup. You don't have to do anything unusual. Clean T-shirt. You know, your hair can be up or down. It doesn't have to be anything. You don't have to be anything Exactly. Crazy. But you do have you to know. be a real person, and that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, because some of these people, I don't know, they act like that, you know, either A, they aren't who their photo is. That's or true. B, they aren't, you know. And I really think, you know, recently Keen added video introductions. You done yours right. today, I done mine this week. You really want to get them done before, you know, the holiday, you know, the attempt at the holiday roundup because, you know, corporate is out the door on time. Right. Um, but it's like people through a fit, and I'm like, we're supposed to be spiritual and like able to vibrate from one thing to the other. I'm, I'm all for it. I, I can't stand. Right. Let, let, let's what you say. It's true that yeah. some people aren't who they say they are. Because mm-hmm. if they're not who they say they are, then it would be a problem. No. That's that's where the problem comes into play. But I am who I say I am, and so are you. Right. And so yeah. we have no. We're not afraid of exposing ourselves. Exactly. Faces, our etc. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've got nothing to hide. I, I you know, I'm, I'm me. I, I've always been me, and I, I use my real name. Everything. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even use a fake name. I did in the early days, but now I don't. And right. because I'm not threatened by, you know, I'm helping people. Why would I be threatened by, by, why, why would it threaten me if my whole goal is right. to help somebody, and I can help someone better if I can see them. Right. Well, not only that, but I think then it's like, oh, she's real. Oh, they're real. Yes. I mean, we can't be accused of being a robot, which I have been accused of doing chat. Are you a robot? No, I'm a real human being, you know. And I I really don't see an issue with it. I really don't understand these these advisors do have an issue with it. Right. I I don't get it at all. 
Yeah, so I don't get that. I don't think that you know it is this complete combobulation that people need to get to. Um, I think that it's a lot of trying to figure out where you go, what you do, you know, and how to do with it. Right. Well, I'm I'm all for it, and I hope they bring. I hope they introduce it. I I, I mm-hmm. look forward to it. I, don't have an issue with it look i would um, like you know i would you know i'm waiting for the metaverse to take off so that you know i can sit in my lounge chair all day and just sit there and do readings all over the world and get to see all these people's houses i would love, um, love to that. be like oh god i need to order that look at that statue that exactly. type of thing yeah you know love it it's just to me like you got to bring stuff forward. Correct. You got to update. You got to keep updated. You got to know your shit. You need you need um, to be open to progress. That's how right. their life is. If if people weren't open to progress, we wouldn't have big changes right. in medicine. Wouldn't be where it is today, and other things wouldn't be where they are. We wouldn't have the internet. We wouldn't have anything that we have today if we weren't open to progress. Well, we wouldn't have the internet today if it wasn't for the army messing up. Right. You know, the the internet was discovered by mistake. They were trying to invent a new way to communicate. Right. So there's that. But we've embraced it and we love it and we need it now. We're all dependent on it now, basically. Now we're dependent on it. Right. Um, You know, none of us are sitting in the attics with, with typewriters. No. Although I do wonder sometimes if people around the, you know, the people that work the networks do have typewriters and they're hiding in their attics. I'm pretty sure there's a few typewriters still around in the world. (laughs) You know, know, I just wonder if people are really and truly just hiding around. My whole thesis, my whole um, academic education need, I I was using a manual typewriter. There was no such thing as I didn't even heard of, like there was no not even a thought that there could be any other way and and my right. um my my spell check was my whiteout and my dictionary <laughs> exactly you know and you had to know, you my, know my, I, I was a little whited out white out <laughs> mm-hmm. so it, yeah that was my day there was no such right. thing as anything you know right you know, and, you know, really starting to figure out what, like, I came up in the era when we went from typewriter to word processor, from word processor to computer. And, you know, looking back, I wouldn't trade it at all. You know, I enjoy my world. I do miss Yahoo chat rooms. You miss what? Sorry. Yahoo chat rooms. Oh, uh, Yahoo chat I cut room. my teeth. You know, and I've tried to recreate some of the things there. Um, you know, we have like Facebook chat and that type of thing. But no, I used to run chat rooms all the time. And that used to be fun. Well, I've gone through the whole internet from the discovery to building the computer right. to to figuring it all up, upload, download, this load, that load, right. installing, uninstalling, the chat mm-hmm. rooms, the, you yeah. know, um, the whole nine. And I went from 
manual typewriter through the word processor through to actually having a computer with word in it and actually being able to type something that mm -hmm. i can correct um right the, the cell phone development situation was making a brick to begin with a big cell phone no it was even before that my first cell phone was actually its own little briefcase there you go you had the briefcase for the cellular satellite mm -hmm. phone they've been around for a long time yeah and uh, you know you had to face up to the sky for it to you know right. and <laughs> but i never had one of those right the car phones were around to begin with mm -hmm. remember car phones I do. Cool. That was so cool. <laughs> uh, I remember. So the, you know, I think I still have a CB. Do you? Oh, we have CDs uh -huh. somewhere in the house. Yeah, we do. Yeah, uh, and CD. tapes and tapes and the tapes. Oh yes, you the know that, that was the whole reason to have a number two pencil at all times Absolutely. You line. Correct. Yes. Um. The, the, before all of that, when it was just a rotary phone, like just a regular rotary phone, I had to dial the number. Mm -hmm. We had to remember all the phone numbers. Yep. We'll have a special book where we write all the phone, phone numbers down in. And right. if, if someone was, their line was busy, that was it. Right. Their line was busy. You didn't know where, you went, where anybody was. You couldn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if they weren't available, they weren't available. And, you know, and the only way you would know where they were is if you rang them at the place that they were if you called them at the place right. that they were you knew they were there but nowadays right. even when you do call someone they could be anywhere <laughs> you know and i think that's done a detriment to relationships it has it has to a degree yes you know not have you know now we have to tell people leave them alone let them get some space before it'd be like yeah they'll call you in a week leave it you know leave it back but you know when you say oh they'll call you in a week people have almost a freaking heart attack like oh I my know. god it's gonna be a week until we talk and i'm like yeah your grandmother would go six months between letters well there's snail mail there there's that too yeah. that's all gone people don't write letters mm. to each other anymore we write emails which is kind of similar to writing letters yeah but mm. you know there's still an art to sending a letter yes you know, and I think that gets a little difficult. Letter. A handwritten letter, that would be so weird. Um, yeah. I think, it, you know, the the man would get brownie points. I'm not good at writing handwritten because I, I think too fast. I leave words mm -hmm. out. And I, I, oh, God, I left that word out. And I, and, and, but you know what they invented? Eraser pens, pens you can erase. Yeah, I have them. I have them too. I have many of them. <laughs> yep. Some three notes. Any handwritten notes or any? I have mm -hmm. have them. My handwriting is terrible. Though. I've got terrible handwriting. Well, we can do cursive. We can do cursive. Can you do? Yeah, cursive? we can write in a foreign language. Which I saw a fake talk about that. <laughs> yeah. We can, we can like, plan a war and just write it all out in cursive. No one be able to read it except us. <laughs> well can you do calligraphy well when you do cursive it's kind of like calligraphy it is like calligraphy but you i can kind of wave it all out before, like it was more fancy you know like mm -hmm. you know the s make it more fancy and you mm -hmm. know 
you can do that, but no one would know what you're writing, so there's no point even trying anyway. It's printing is like I'm in grade one. Well, it is a printing. Otherwise, nobody can read it anymore. That's how I do it. If I write anything handwritten, it's always that elementary writing, right. and, um, and it always looks terrible. <laughs> yeah, I think it takes a habit. <laughs> you know, I thought it was interesting when planners had you had a lettering planner to teach you how to write, you know, your letters. That was a little bit, that was a moment. There are a lot of things that kids don't know these days that we know. Um, I know. And it's kind of scary. It is scary. Yeah. But it makes us stronger in a way. It does. And I think that, you know, it's more handier. Correct. You know, Correct. to be able to handle things and how, you know, sit down and actually be able to do things. Correct. Yeah. When I used to walk home from school, I used to walk home from school from a very young age. It didn't matter if there were predators. Right. <laughs> I just, um, right. In order to get an after school snack, we used to have these plum trees on the way home from school, rows of uh -huh. plum trees. And we would right. literally climb up into the tree and pick these plums. Didn't matter how dangerous right. it was. No one told us it was dangerous. We just would do it. Mm -hmm. No one said, don't do that. No one. Um, and we'd pick them and there was that sour, sweet, tart flavor and we just couldn't wash them, right. we used to eat them. There was an apple orchard back in my house and we'd go in there right. and apples and, you know, like and there were tomato, tomato bushes and we'd pick the fresh tomatoes off these bushes and they were our snacks. Mm -hmm. And there's absolutely, the flavors were incredible and you can't get that flavor again of that no. kind of that real organic flavor, that is impossible to achieve. You can't get that. I can never taste that again. No. I'll never taste that again. And um, that was our after school snack. And no, no one ever said that was dangerous or don't do that or, right. you know, it was, we were wandering the streets and running around and outside and didn't even think about it. Didn't even think about right. it. No one even thought no. about it. It was just. But you bring up a very good point there especially during this holiday season. Yes, we're going to get down and dopey for a moment. If there is something that you enjoy a family member making, take this time this year to go and learn it. And I'm idea. not talking about learning it. I mean, learn it. Sit down with them, go through it, make it with them. You know, because their recipe may say a third of a cup of butter. They might do a little bit more than a third of a cup of butter. They might do, you know, they've learned it so much that they do, you know, almost a whole half cup of butter in it. But take that time to learn those recipes. Well, that's interesting you say that because when Bastion, when it's still, well, not this this season, but one time we got down and did cookies together. We actually baked them together and actually iced them together. Mm -hmm. And he, he did that again with me the last Christmas. And he sat right. there and he iced a bunch of cookies with me and took pictures mm -hmm. and everything. And we actually did that. We actually got together and did a project together. And that was cookie stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's, he knows it's an important 
thing for me to do and he likes it and he enjoys the cookies and he enjoys yeah. it when he hands them out to his friends and you know stuff and so yeah we actually did that that's a good idea yeah. share yeah. a project with someone a christmas tradition project with somebody. Right. you know because like you know being morbid you'll never get grandma's rolls again after she yeah. stops making them correct you know you'll never you know there's you know you can go through a hundred bread recipes you'll never get i will never get that light bread flavor right um because we make like, what grandmas do what we do us grandmas they've been cooking for a long time baking for a long time we we always cook well i do i can't really speak for all grandmas when i bake my do my example gingerbread recipe mm -hmm. and ginger the word ginger comes into mind and my my cookies have to taste like ginger right? and mm -hmm. the original gingerbread book that you can find on the on the internet has a it's a minimal amount of ginger in it like i go <coughs> overboard on my ginger and but i never measure it so yeah. it's going to be really difficult to impart how much ginger i put in you have to actually watch me do it yeah. i put way more in than, than the recipe the basic recipe requires I add a little extra sugar. I do things from a little different, heart, a little different from my intuitive right, how right. I want to, and it's always a success. Right. Luckily, luckily. instead right. of my sugar cookies, I, I I put things in. I, I kind of modify it as I'm doing it. And I know it has to be a certain consistency, but I still and you have to understand the science of baking as well in terms of consistency and. What you need right. to do and what it feels like yeah. and what it looks like and what it smells like you know it's like i always set like three timers for stuff my grandmother just knew like i set timers for cookies yeah yeah my grandmother because, never set a timer for a cookie yeah i have to because i get so distracted by what's got other things i need to do right. i need to know that i'm not going to burn those cookies because i'm on a right. schedule so I need to right. uh, my Alexa goes uh, goes off and says it's on the timer. I I need to have that. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, but it's like, you know, some of the recipes say a hot oven. Well, most but most of them would be preheat. You have to always preheat the oven no matter what you do, really. Right. Otherwise, because when it's cold, it doesn't do anything. And, right. Um, but, you know, yeah, most yeah. ovens, you know, most recipes will say, you know, modern recipes will tell you a Pacific temperature. Yes. Okay. I've got recipes that say a hot oven, a cold morning oven. A, you know, and it's nothing's like, that, nothing's that I cook in a cold oven to begin with. What, what, I mean, for free, before I had timers and before my oven would tell me that it's heated up. Well, I would preheat what I would do. I would turn the oven on mm -hmm. before I started prepping the food, the bake, the whatever. Right. So by the time I put that, that stuff, I, I could put it to a certain temperature, but for right. it to heat up to that temperature would take time. And I knew it would. So I would right. um, do everything else first, like put the, mm -hmm. put the oven on first and do everything that needs to be done that has to go yeah. with that oven. And so by the time well, see, I put everything into that oven, that oven is heated. Yeah. Well, see, it. my grandmother, you know, probably didn't have a normal oven to the late 60s. 
she would have right. a full oven. You know, so, you know, her temperature will stick her hand in there. Yeah. So if you have one an oven like that, you just have to wait for it to get hot. And yeah. the more coal you put in, the hotter it gets. Right. And yeah. um, you'd leave it in there for a certain period of time. You have to keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. And if you do any slow roasting thing, we just leave it on. You wouldn't. You would leave it on a low heat, so you wouldn't put as much coal in there. Exactly. So and you would yeah. cook all day. You'd be checking it mm-hmm. consistently. But the, now, well, now we have someone, this little man inside a rubber who does the coal thing for us. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know. He, example you know her biscuits i can never get them get my biscuits as flaky as hers and it's because a she had fresh butter the recipe uh, the it's it's patience because you've got to roll and fold that dough with butter in it uh-huh right, to make and it it's going to be cold milk and it's going to have in their milk had more fat than our milk had because yeah. hers came straight from a cow no right. pasteurization needed and it had to be frozen butter, which would be difficult for her to get because she would have like an ice box, not a fridge. Mm-hmm. So she would have to have that frozen butter straight out and cold milk right. straight out and the dough made. And then she would put the butter in between, like she'd make layers of dough and butter and she'd mm-hmm. roll it out. And then yep. she'd put it back in the freezer into the ice box again and let that get cold. And then right. roll it out again and do a biscuit shake from the glass. Not a cookie cutter. <laughs> get a oh, glass. Hi, not she... a cookie cutter. Not a glass. A tin can. A tin can, can. of evaporated milk. Yeah, and she'd get that, and she'd do that, and she'd put them in the oven, and she'd make sure there's mm-hmm. the right amount of coal in there, and she would wait till they're golden brown and bring them out, and they would be delicious. But you know what else made them delicious? Because she used real milk and real butter, and that yeah. makes a huge difference, and you can't get that anymore you we can hear there's a there's a they come in glass bottles really yeah it's more expensive why it's more expensive i don't know but it's the organic unpasteurized milk and you have to shake it up really yes hudson wow i love or something that is the best milk because i don't know I'm 70 years old, and when I was a kid, my dad would take us to this farm. Mm-hmm. And on this farm, it was like a there were cows and stuff, and there was a swimming pool, and we would be, spend the day there swimming, and we'd spend the night there and have breakfast, and right. they would have milked the cow right. in the morning and then boil the milk, mm-hmm. just boil it, and then put it in jugs and then serve it to us. Mm-hmm. They, would make, they would churn their own butter. I'm telling you right now, I will never have the taste of that milk ever again. It was amazing. Nor will I ever have the taste of that butter ever again. It was amazing. <clears throat> I used those two ingredients to bake with. Mm-hmm. You would never take. You would taste a biscuit that was from heaven because they were they were like right. these flavors, these real flavors, like the fruit from the trees, spread to even that by accident grew or organically because there was no one looking out that old apple um orchard in the back of my house there was no right. one really looking out to those trees that were gro- those plum trees were growing right. wild um so everything tasted a la natural and so there was no organic 
whatever the, the process they do to organic fruit today still doesn't taste as good as it did then because the real meaning of that real organic mm -hmm. fruit is something that's grown completely wild and natural with nothing right and i disagree i think that they still do things to it of course they still do things to it it's not nowhere near right. as good but they of course they do everything's yeah. been genetically modified everything nothing right. tastes like it used to nothing tastes like it used to and i don't right. know why they do that i have no idea mm -hmm. why they did all of that because it ruined everything nothing tastes right. as good as it used to yeah you know it's it's sad right. it's kind of sad you know yeah. and it's it's different like people don't take care of things like they used to no we were looking at um a, a, an old video of a 50s 1950s kitchen and ironically mm -hmm. it was more ergon ergonomically designed than our kitchens mm -hmm. of today right yeah, but that was the ironic thing about it it was like everything was right in the right place where it should be so it made it easier mm -hmm. to cook and today it's not nowhere near as um, right. ergonomically designed right yeah so you know what and can I we do? That, well i think what we do in general is we record what we know record you know take time to get to know what we know because eventually you know i think food will get back to the way it was i don't know how well it starts out with people you know growing their own gardens and you know we saw a large return of that right gaming took off a really robust over the past five years of people putting up their own food um of people getting tired of recalls which by the way if you drink sprite um festa and there's another one that's one recall you might want to be checking it for foreign objects no i don't be near that so i drink water yeah water's good occasionally a coke right but not any of those stuff right I, i'm not a big so no so i, I became very mm -hmm. coke cola addicted right um at one point but i had got but i put a lot of weight on so i had to lose right. that weight so i had to cut out coke right and um so i did i lost a lot of weight doing that right but i still need my coke coca-cola fix right say coca -Cola fix. right <laughs> um every now and then like if i you know like right. today i had a soda i had a, a coca-cola today right so every now and then i need it but i mostly just drink water right and when i was younger i used to drink water straight from the faucet Oh God, you know, you can't do that. You'll die of chemical burns here. Yeah. I said, <clears throat> just let the water run and I would just stick mm -hmm. straight from the faucet. Right. And, um, nowadays, no, you can't do that today. Right. So what are you going to, you know, everything's changed. I have my bottle of water, my handy bottle of water next to me all the time. Right. And I, and it's right there and I drink a lot of it. Right. I love water though. I don't know why I stick be addicted to it since I was a kid. A lot yes. of water. <laughs> so, yeah, drink a lot know, of water. I drink a lot of espresso. Like you like espresso? Yes, I, I, I 
I, I, I hit a Walmart deal. Y'all guys knew there had to be a sale involved. We got an espresso machine for $30. And I've been addicted. I got a, the thing is, a coffee's changed its flavor. Right. Like, I, I, we got an espresso machine um, a few months ago. And mm -hmm. I put the natural, the one pod that I thought was natural in the like regular espresso coffee. And mm -hmm. it tasted very fruity. Didn't have that mm -hmm. roast coffee flavor anymore. Right. Fruity, no, two of them, no, this is no good. I don't like fruity flavors. And, yeah. uh, and I've noticed when I try different brands, I, I drink just Folgers coffee. Mm -hmm. And I, when I tried some newer brands, they have that like this fruity note. But they don't have that roasted right. coffee flavor anymore. Right. And that's kind of turned me off coffee. Right. Other than Folgers, I have my coffee every mm -hmm. morning. I love right. espresso, but if espresso is going to, the coffee company's got this new fruity thing going, I don't get why they're right. fruity. Note. I don't understand why they did that. I think that, well, one, it depends on the brand of coffee and sometimes coffee, like there are some coffees that I can't stand because they've got that nut flavor to them. Right, and nutty it's like, or fruity. It's, yeah, it's like. Yeah. Mm. It's not like, it's that roasted coffee flavor that you, right. you're looking for, that real coffee like this is right. coffee beans roasted and whatever and that's it right no additives no fruit notes or no nutty notes or no nutty right. note just regular roasted coffee beans right that you drink without any additives right that's it <laughs> you can't i can't get that anymore except for folders coffee coffee as it comes down to it ironically is the only one that still does regular right normal coffee mm -hmm. where you had that normal regular coffee flavor without right. any being added mm -hmm. that's it right that's what i want well um it's like i like folders black silk like that's right. my coffee when i'm drinking coffee i have folders regular and uh, right. i get the pods because i have a what are they Keurig. called? Yes. I make one every morning. It has to be black with sugar, lots of sugar. Right. That's it. No milk. Right. And I drink, that's my coffee drink. And I have that every morning without fail. Mm -hmm. It's necessary. You cannot do anything yep. before I have my coffee. I can't speak right. before I have my coffee. <laughs> right. That's it. Yeah. No, I need that. Right. I have to find espresso that actually has that real coffee flavor, and I, right. I've got to look for that right. as well. You know what comes close to it, actually? Right. Good old-fashioned Turkish coffee. Right. That you make in a little pot, and you make right. that. That comes close to that real coffee flavor. Right. And it's close to espresso. It's very similar to espresso. Right. So that's a might get that again. <laughs> Try right. that. You know, uh, and you gotta take yourself there. Oh. Brenda wants coffee flavored like coffee. Exactly. Yes. You know, I'm kinda yeah. like right now I'm stuck on Duncan Himes espresso or eight o'clock espresso or black silk. 
I don't yeah. like I like adding chocolate syrup to my coffee. I like adding different flavorings to my coffee, but I want to be in control of those flavorings. Sure, exactly. I don't add anything. Right. But if, you know, if I was going to it would probably be um like a vanilla. Right. Oh, I slide oh, what happened there? <laughs> I blacked out for right. a second. Um, yeah, so that would be bad. I don't know. I'd suck my coffee to right. coffee. Uh, you know, when I go to Starbucks, I just order coffee, blonde, the blonde right. coffee, um, straight up, nothing. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so I just got my coffee. Right. So let's talk about uh, Christmas, Christmas traditions. Yeah. What are some of yours? Well, it's the cookie, making cookies for my right. friends, number one, and decorate. Decorating them is just the, making a cookie taste really good and then decorating mm -hmm. it really beautifully. And I do, right. I don't know if I do it really beautifully, but I do it as best I can. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. And um, the, well, one of the big traditions that we have bash, my grandson bash has to, has to recite right. um, the night before Christmas on Christmas Eve. He's been doing mm -hmm. that every year since he was little. So right. I've got all these videos of him doing it since he was little too now. But well, mm -hmm. this will be now, this time. Uh, the other ones are just used, pretty much used. We watch certain movies on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. One of them being um, the whole, uh, Express, what's it called? Um, Polar Express. Mm -hmm. That's a, a must watch. Um, Bachelor's 17, he's almost going to be 18 next early next year, but he's still going to do it with me. Right. And so uh, basically, that's it. These are the traditions. Oh, and one big one is we have to go to the Christmas tree lot and buy the Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. That's one of the big ones. And yeah. they open up, they always open up just after Thanksgiving. And mm -hmm. we march on over there. We have one that's very close by and we choose our tree and we buy it fresh mm -hmm. tree and bring it home. It's uh -huh. a big one. Yeah, <laughs> we are. I, we done, we got a new fake tree. Um, I got in the mood this year. Like, you know, we have trees upstairs. We have ornaments from years gone by. We have enough Christmas stuff to decorate this house and probably three others. But I got in the mood and I'm like, I don't want someone else's Christmas. I don't want to drag out the memory box. I want new. So I went and bought new tree, new ornaments, new decorations. Um, just because I'm like, no, I want new. I want to totally reformat this. You know, this year. Because it just felt right to me. I understand new i've got some new keepsake ornaments for this year when i was in oklahoma <coughs> my <coughs> friends took me to a store that imports said christmas ornaments and some uh -huh. of them were handmade and i bought a bunch of those <coughs> and ironically i bought enough that my whole tree got decorated with them including some oh, of our regular cool. keepsakes as well that but they'll always use mm -hmm. um there are ours like I've got one that Bastion made when he was little. That always goes up there, right? And stuff like that. But um, yeah, so they're new. 
and along mm-hmm. with y'all. So kind of after what you did, create some newness. Right. To the, um, you know, but the, those other traditions, I imagine, because mm-hmm. Bastion loves Christmas, so I'd imagine when I go, mm-hmm. he'll try to preserve some of those traditions. Right. If he can. Well, agreed, but, you know, I don't know. This year, I think I'm going to start some new ones. I think I'm going to do yeah. hot chocolate and, and cards Christmas Eve. Because right. um, we haven't done that for years. And it's like, yeah, like that was kind of cards? fun. What do you, what do you hot mean? Hot chocolate and cards. What do you do with the cards? Oh, tarot cards? No, poker cards. We're going to play poker. Oh, poker cards. That's... Yeah. That's a nice, that's a good idea. We're going to do, we're going to, on Christmas Eve, we, what we always do, not new, mm-hmm. I buy a bunch of, um, like, gourmet snacks and stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, like, finger food, certain uh-huh. snacks. And we watch the movies and we eat the snacks and we have right. um, apple cider. Apple cider. Interesting. Yeah. That's do we, we remember do. to put a little bit of apple whiskey with the apple cider? Well, Bastion doesn't like whiskey, but I do. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> no, we don't put any whiskey in it. I, I don't even do eggnog. I, I did an eggnog a few times, but no one's uh-huh. really into it except me, so I, I stopped doing eggnog. Well, no, that's I'm when really... you buy the smaller bottle. Yeah. Well, I used to make it from scratch. Yeah. And a friend of mine, right. this is funny, and thank God I didn't give it into Bastion. A friend of mine bought me a bottle of eggnog one time. I didn't realize right. it was alcohol. Right. I didn't know. I just thought it was a fancy bottle for the eggnog. And, uh-huh. And um, I poured some in a glass and yeah. asked Bastion if he wanted some. He goes, yeah, sure, I'll try it. But luckily I took a sip first and it really yeah. knocked me out because it was completely full of whiskey. <laughs> I read the bottle. I thought, oh, no, I can't give this to Bastion. <laughs> Why not? But it was too little. Can't you go? Holes. Too. It was too little. Now maybe you could try, but then no. You know. Let's see. Okay, let's talk about this. Let's How see. old was Sebastian when he got his first alcohol? First of all, it's Bastian, not Sir Bastian. He hasn't been knighted. It's just Bastian. Yeah. Bastian had a sip of wine for the first time. It was recently, and I don't. Where were we? Um, I think he's at my at home. And I had a friend come over. I opened a bowl of red. Uh-huh. And I said, Bash, try this. Mm-hmm. And he tried it. And he thought it was okay. And that was it. He's not really, yeah, he hasn't really, he's not curious about alcohol. See, I wasn't either, but I was also brought up with it. Yeah. He wasn't brought up with it really because I don't really drink a lot. Right. But like, drink, you know, yeah. if, you know, you know, your baby cutting teeth, you put brandy on their gum. Well, not when he was a baby. When I was a baby, my mum, she actually did, make, my dad made me skull a glass of brandy when I was a little kid because I had an abscess on one of my teeth. Mm-hmm. I was about seven. I actually sculled it. Like I, mm-hmm. he made me drink the whole thing and tasted like poison, and I, I, I really threw up. It was disgusting. Uh-huh. Now I can smell it quite happily. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um, but it, uh, nowadays, if I would have 
giving Bastion the brand on his game, he probably would have had Bastion taken away from us. I know, I know. You know but yeah. but I also wonder if that's why alcohol is such a thing now. Is because you know, we had wine on holidays as children with dinner. We had, you know, we knew what beer tastes is like from whenever. My dad, oh no, we, my dad owned the wine licensed grocery stores. We had a lot of alcohol in the house. Mm -hmm. And um, we would not have wine with dinner, but my dad would, would scold vodka every night. Mm -hmm. Without doubt. But one time we were having like a barbecue and my dad was drinking beer. And to me, I was little, like this honey nectar thing that was really yummy right. and sweet, right? I didn't know what it tasted like. So I went up to my dad and I said, can I taste it? He goes, sure. Like, yeah. And he gave it to me and I tasted it and I was like, bah. Yeah. <laughs> Who tastes that? <laughs> right. right. Well, I recently got <laughs> one that I can actually tolerate. But no, like looking at the kids nowadays and the young adults nowadays, alcohol and drinking is this big bad thing. Yeah. Like, uh, ooh. And it's like, for me, it was like, what was it, Tuesday? Yeah. You know, like it was no big deal because it exactly. Is, but she doesn't think it's a big deal. He doesn't care. Right. Yeah. But um beer, until this day I've never really been able to drink beer because of that. I, yeah. I can drink whiskey though. It's funny that. I just never like the flavor of I don't understand beer. I, I haven't acquired a taste <laughs> for it at all. Well you you got three problems from my perspective for you darling <laughs> problem one you're dealing with american beer well australian beers that was australian beer it was horrifying right american beer is heineken. i've tried heineken i've tried okay. heineken and well and heineken's not bad right um, i've tried some of the i've tried we've had we have a place called bronx ale house uh -huh. which is like a block from here and i've gone in there and we've sat down with we had those beer samplers mm -hmm. and i've tried all of them and I, they were like tolerable tolerable <laughs> you know like right down you them, know. but um they're not my choice of drink put it that way exactly so yeah. my choice of drink if i'm going on my birthday i always have a margarita mm -hmm. that's important and um I went through different phases growing up. So I had to go, I went through my cool, I'm a hippie phase, and I would drink vodka and lime. Vodka and mm -hmm. lime syrup, not lime, squeezable lime, lime syrup. Right. And I would scold that because I thought I was so cool, right? And then I went through my next cool phase when I was at college and you know, university, and I would be scotch with a dash of coke. Mm -hmm. And that was my drink. And, um, then that evolved to margaritas. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. It depends on my mood. It used to depend on my mood. Because I would start out, if I'm in a good mood, I'd start out with mixed drinks or beer. Um, if I'm in a bad mood, I'm drinking whiskey and Coke. You know, Black Velvet and Coke that type of thing if i'm in a really really bad mood it's straight vodka well what i used to do also 
mm-hmm. in, in New York. It was freezing. I, I'd be out, I was younger. I was out more. Mm-hmm. It was really cold. I would just stop. If I was shopping or something, it was freezing. I would stop into one of the local bars. We have tons of, we had right. tons of bars around here. They're all gone now. Right. And um, I would pop in and I would just get a, a shot of whiskey. Mm-hmm. It would warm me up. Just to warm me up, I would scull it sure. and say thank you, give the guy five bucks, whatever I had to give him, and walk out, continue shopping. Right. Those days are gone now. Right. There's not even those bars are not even in existence anymore. I could go in and do that. Right. And um, you can't just go in the bar and get a shot of whiskey. And things have changed so much. Right. So now, I just, if I go shopping, I just go do the shopping, come home, don't even think about getting a shot of whiskey or anything. There's nowhere to get a shot of whiskey from. Right. Yeah, and you don't need it when you're home because you're back in the warm again. But a shot of whiskey yeah. would warm you up. Shot of whiskey and a good and a good coke will solve a lot of issues. Yes. Well, I would just prefer to have a straight up shot of whiskey, no coke, no ice, no nothing. Uh, no, I'm not there. Like if I'm there, <laughs> then you're in trouble. Like there are some major. Like there will be ASIN off the chain occurring and it won't be pretty. Now well, a shot one little shot of whiskey's not gonna throw you off. Uh no, honey, because it is never just one shot for ASIN. Okay. <laughs> I've had to explain this to a few people. ASIN doesn't do just a shot of whiskey. Asin does like when you're shopping fifteen you shots of whiskey. When you're shopping, you only have time for is that one shot. In you, yeah. Honey, haven't you ever learned of what a flask is for? <laughs> I have a flask actually. Yeah, but, I, but if I had a flask, then it would be one shot of whiskey. Then it'd be like, because go shopping nowadays, and what you see out mm-hmm. there, the people you come across, I'd be drinking all the way through. Mm-hmm. By the time I got to check out, I'm going to stand up. Right. <laughs> I'd be buying strange things. <laughs> Right. All right, guys. Well, you can come out and party with Asen. I will be at the um, vice versa on Saturday. The market is from three to seven. And then after that, give us about an hour and a half to get everything packed up and out of the way. And the party begins at nine. And we'll be having some real nice entertainment. And where is this? Vice versa in Morgantown, West Virginia. So I won't be there. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you're welcome to come down, catch the train, and visit. Which I had the time. I really wish I had the time. I know. I can't wait till we get the time to come up to see you. It's going to be yes. fun. Yes. Yes. You know, so if, you know, after the market is over, Asen is off duty, and there will be sculling. and bear hugs will be provided, but there will be no reading unless I've got the library open. And if you want me to read you the film, I'll gladly do so. So will you be doing a lot of sculling of whiskey or vodka or? Um, I will probably be drinking mostly mixed drinks most of the night. Um. I will see what they have because the last time I wanted Mr. Fluffy, they didn't know what that was. I'm going to see if they know what liquid cocaine is. Um, because there's, you know, like my old bar drinks are no longer there. 
Oh, no. It happens, you know, Bart, you know, because I had Jimmy for years. Like, Jimmy used to know when I walked through the door what I wanted, how I wanted it, and that, and would just have it sitting on the bar waiting on me. Yeah, and now's new bartender. He's now retired. Oh, God. I don't know. But, you know, know, Papa Bear's doing a buffet, so we can just eat there. It'll be a great time. Sounds good. Yes. All right, so let's go ahead and give a shout-out to our baristas for supporting our shows. Beverly Walker, Mika G, Kathy, Mary Winfield, Brenda, Shannon C, Shannon D, Lady Gwendolyn, Charles Shaw, Tracy Van, Caitlin Bell, and Devin. Like to learn more about the show or become a supporter, please visit us at pcspnetwork.com. See you later, folks. See you later, guys. Bye, y'all.